go. Here we go. Here we go. Hi. Hi. Hello. It's been a minute. I do apologize, uh, but I was doing things. Um, I know it's been a few weeks. I went back to Connecticut to visit my family. And for some reason, I have this trait where I think that I can work as efficiently as I can when I am on my own at home, but I can't. Even though I am 28, whenever I visit my parents, it's this, it's constant interruption, constant. They're coming into my room every 30 seconds, no, every 30 minutes, (laughs) asking me stuff, asking me stuff about their iPhones, why the TV isn't turning on, how to print things. Like they literally wait for me to come visit once every few months and save up all these questions like I walk in the door and they have lists of just things that they want to talk to me about and ask me and they like they have phones we FaceTime I FaceTime my mom I talk to my dad I talk to my parents but for whatever reason whenever I'm home every moment of my time (laughs) is consumed by helping them and and things like that I mean I do I do definitely got work done but was not as much as I'd like, so that is my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. So it's constant uh, parental harassment. Um, all jokes aside, it was really good to see them. I also made a YouTube video about my trip. First one ever. I posted it, and now I hate it. <laughs> so if you want to see it, <laughs> then go ahead, uh, see it. Um, there's a link on my Instagram. Otherwise, I can repost it if you ask me or you can DM me. I can send you a link if you need it. Um, But I made one. I'm proud of myself for doing it. I'm proud of myself for just putting something out there that's a little bit different than what I'm used to. Uh, Was it great? Personally, I don't think so. Uh, Other people have told me it's fine, but I don't believe them because that is my personality. So... Uh, But yeah, if you want to go see it, go ahead. I have a little mental breakdown. Um, And yeah, head over to the link on my Instagram and enjoy. I'm going to kick this off and jump right into what I'm about to say because I think it's going to help out a lot of you and I have a lot to fucking say about it. So meal prepping will change your life. It'll change your life. It'll solve all of your problems in your life. I mean, well, okay, maybe not all of them, but most of them. Definitely most of them. For those of you who don't know what meal prepping is, it's going grocery shopping and cooking all of your meals for the entire week ahead of time so you pretty much don't have to cook or order food throughout the week. Um, Also part of the weekend. So it can be pretty difficult habit to start. However, it could be the most important one to master depending on your fitness goal and schedule. As a part of my clients' programs, I offer them nutritional guidance through laying out recipes and options that they can, so that they can learn how to meal prep and eat throughout the week. That's also supportive of their goals. They're kind of learning like what makes them feel good, what makes them, you know, not feel great. Um, Now, I'm not outing anyone specific here because it does happen, but if there is ever a time when I hop on one of my weekly calls that I'm with my clients and they tell me, They haven't had a great start to their week 
or they haven't been on track with anything or they're just feeling kind of frustrated or it's been a couple days they haven't done what they wanted to set out to do the very first question I always ask them is did you meal prep did you go grocery shopping did you get your meals ready ahead of time and I shit you not people about 95% of the time I can say that wholeheartedly 95% of the time the answer is no when they aren't meal prepped and ready for the week, all hell breaks loose. Even for myself, even if there's some reason why I wasn't able to plan ahead with my meals for the week, I'm fucked. Not because I'm worried about ruining my fitness goals or anything like that. It's not really about that, but because I feel like shit when I'm not eating right. I feel very stressed when I'm not eating good things that are like helping me stay focused and helping me like fuel my workouts and things like that when I just like don't feel good from what I'm eating like I'm a grumpy mess and I work from home okay I am very capable of making time to cook for myself every day but that's not how my brain works we don't really think about food until it's like too late you know so you get hungry And then all of a sudden you say, oh shit, I don't have anything to eat. And either you ignore it until you're in a complete panic later and have to grab anything and everything in your pantry, or you end up ordering something because it's really the only choice that you have. Not being prepared with good food that is going to keep you on track with your fitness goals, feeling good, satisfied, and focused will cause you so many problems on your fitness journey. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, it can literally throw you into a mental and physical rut that can almost take you years to get out of. I'm not, like, I'm not messing around with this. It can take you years to get out of it. Honestly, the cycle of waiting to eat, being unprepared with meals, and, like, having that habit of then just ordering out food and, like, yeah, you're fine in the moment, but that is, like, a really, really difficult habit to break. For example... Being unprepared with meals can cause you to binge eat later on in the day and on the weekends. If you're not eating enough of the right things during the day, you're at night, you're going to be trying to settle down and your body's like, uh, we ain't settling down, bitch. We got to eat because we haven't been. We haven't been eating right. We haven't been satisfied all day. And that's when you start grabbing for the chips, the pretzels, fast food, cookies, whatever you have. Not that those are inherently quote bad unquote but they're just unnecessary when you could have avoided this entire one this entire stressful feeling and two all this extra stuff that's probably going to take you a little bit further from from your goals depending on what the goals are if you had just spent an hour cooking all of your meals on a Sunday when you're kind of just lounging around anyways that would have all been prevented and if that habit is ignored for long enough, it may be really, really difficult to break out of that binging cycle. So it actually ends up turning into a, an eating disorder if you're already predisposed. If you're already predisposed, obviously, um, like not not everyone just like gets an eating disorder. But if you're pri- if you're doing that habit for long enough, it can definitely get out of hand. And like I was saying before, it's something that can actually take you years to untrain yourself because that's a lot of chemical imbalances and a lot of like mental stress and things like that that's a lot of trauma that you're actually going to be putting your body through in that moment just because you weren't really planning ahead it's just you know it's not worth it and you know if we've been there like that's that's a lot of how I got myself into shit a long time ago but it happens you can definitely get out of it but being prepared just like I'm saying it will it'll change your life it'll change your life I'll say that a million times it'll change your life Woo! okay so now I'm gonna break it down 
into how that affects your goals as well. So we all know by now the only way to lose weight and fat is to be in a slight calorie deficit for a decent period of time. I'm not talking about 1,000 calorie deficits per day. I'm talking about like 300 calories less each day. So it's nothing too crazy. That's why I always say slight calorie deficit. You always hear me say that slight calorie deficit because everyone hears calorie deficit and they're like, let's not eat. And I'm like, fuck no. That's literally going to make things so much worse and hard for no reason. So nice little slight calorie deficit. Nothing too crazy that should make you feel super deprived or tired or anything like that. That could even mean just switching from drinking juice every day to drinking water instead like 300 calories is not that much in snack world because think of how easy it is to eat 300 calories worth of potato chips pretzels cookies candy granola bars just stuff like that that's not even really going to satisfy you in the end so then you're going to have to then eat another meal on top of that and that is enough to just keep you at maintenance so even if it is like you know little things like that's enough to keep you in a maintenance or a calorie surplus, which is just, it's just counterproductive to your goals when you could have just been doing something slight and consistent and it would have happened over time and it would have been like easy breezy beautiful fitness journey. Now, calm down. That doesn't mean you can never have snacks, okay, where I'm not fear mongering like calories or anything like that. Honestly, I really don't want you to even think about it like that because you could have just gotten home from work and had your dinner ready and then called it a day versus coming home in a panic, eating a bunch of shit while you were trying to throw together a meal or ordering takeout. It just makes so much more sense and it adds actually so much easier going into every day with at least 85% of your meals already made, especially when you are taking food to work um, or just eating it as soon as you get home, like when you know you're going to be too hungry when you get home to actually make something. You know, sometimes we really can't make 30 minutes to wait 30 minutes to to eat something. And I'm only saying 85% because I get it if you have to make eggs in the morning or a smoothie or something like that. Like, you obviously don't want to pre-make that. That's weird. I mean, you can heat up eggs, I guess, but maybe it's not weird. I don't know. I think that's weird, but maybe I'm being – I don't know. I've never experienced that before, so maybe it's not weird. But personally, if you're going to eat eggs in the morning, like, you're just going to cook them up in the morning. So – but even that. Um, If you don't have time to cook eggs in the morning, you could always make baked egg bites or baked oatmeal, something that is actually just grab and go. So you can either either eat on the way to work or eat when you get to work or something that you can just even microwave. There's so many easy options that you can just grab and go, but you just have to spend that small amount of time over the weekend planning ahead of uh, planning ahead of time, which is hard because like I said, we don't think about things until it's too late. <laughs> we really don't. Like, we're never like, oh, I'm going to be hungry at 5 o'clock. Like, we just live our lives. We're thinking about other things until 5 o'clock. And then we're like, shit, I'm hungry as hell. Like, what do I have available? And in a calorie deficit as well. So if your goal is to lose weight or lose fat, with if you're in a calorie deficit and you're not being careful about eating enough protein, carbs, and fats going, going on throughout the day, it's going to be really hard to stay full. So even when the calorie deficit is small and maintainable, you're going to need to make sure you're getting the right nutrients that are going to fill you up. So you don't even feel the need to grab the snacks or the cupcakes Susan brought into work or when everyone's going out you're tempted to, to eat out and things like that when you just know you have food ready. So when you're eating the right things, like it's going to become something that you're not even thinking about and you're just like, oh, I brought my food. I'm going to have that. It's going to feel good. Like I know I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to keep worrying about the rest of my day because worrying about food just like is like I said, it's not worth your mental time. 
Now, on the other hand, if you're trying to gain weight or even just increase your calories to get a higher maintenance caloric caloric intake, you would also have to meal prep because otherwise you won't be even getting in a sufficient amount of protein, carbs, and fats throughout the day to keep you fueled for your workouts as well as eating enough to even get to your goals. So either way, meal prepping is the way to go. And one thing I always preach to my clients is that I want them to get to a point of confidence in what they're eating where they don't even have to think about food. They can go into each week knowing what they're going to make, have it made and ready to go, know that it's good, it's going to help them feel energized and get them to their goals at the same time or keep them there. And then we work together to figure out what they like, what they dislike, so they can build up these staple meals and go-to snacks that are really easy and quick, but also something that they can look forward to every week. Because I mean, I don't mean to brag, but you know, my recipes are fucking delicious. (laughs) So it is going to be something that they enjoy, but it just makes life so much easier because you're just not thinking about food if you don't put yourself in the situation to have to stress about food. And I feel like that's where a lot of us go wrong when we're not meal prepping. And like I said before, typically when people get off track, it's because they haven't meal prepped. So their time before or after work is spent stressing about food versus getting in a workout or a walk or doing something fun or active. It can really ruin your entire week, especially when you feel like you can't catch up and then it gets overwhelming and then next month you're frustrated because you're not seeing the results when it's because you really weren't prepared the month ahead of time. And I always say that as well. Everything in fitness is at least a month pushed out in terms of results. So how you're eating and exercising now will determine how you feel and look next month or over the next one to three months. I'd say always give it three months time to like expect any changes, which is why it can get so annoying because you'll have a few really consistent weeks with working out and eating right. But then you're not going to see any changes at the end of those couple of weeks when in reality your body's just reflexing. Your body's just reflecting how many times you were unprepared or went out to eat during the week or blacked out on the weekends, whatever you're doing, when in reality, you have to keep being consistent for months. You have to be really consistent for a few months to actually notice real results to show up. So whatever your body's doing now is a result of what you were doing last month. Okay, so always think about it as at least a month pushed out. It could be last month, month before. It's always a month pushed out at least a month. This is also why fad diets and unsustainable fitness programs are so unsuccessful in the long term because you really won't be able to maintain any kind of progress if you're just overdoing it with the workouts and restricting your foods and all that craziness. You know that you have to develop better habits long term in order to keep your results. Like everyone says it's unfair (laughs) that you spend all this time working out because once you get to your goals and your end result, so say like you're at your end result and your goal, like you have to keep going in order to keep it. (laughs) So it's not just like something that's that you work for, you get the prize at the end of the, the race or not a race, but you just get a prize at the end and that's your goal. You have to you have to be maintaining the lifestyle to stay at that goal, which means you have to keep going like you have to maintain that. And obviously it's much, much easier from going to from being a beginner or completely starting or having to lose weight, whatever. Obviously maintaining is much easier, but you do have to keep going, which is why you need to create these habits 
and make them habits that you enjoy so that you're just like fucking living your life and you're you're at your goal or at least hovering around it you know our bodies always change a little bit and that's totally fine I think we should really embrace that but you want to be hovering around your goal and just be unfazed by it like you just know the workouts that you're gonna do you know what you're gonna eat you're gonna be prepared ahead of time and meal prepping is one of those things that you have to keep doing and you'll see you'll really be able to feel it after you've been meal prepping for a few weeks So then say one week you forget to meal prep, like you'll start spiraling. (laughs) You'll start spiraling until you're able to get to the store and get everything cooked and just wait, like just wait. Then you can DM me one day and you can say you're right, Liz, because I know I'm right, but shit happens. It's going to happen and there's nothing you can really do about it except just do your best to be planned ahead because when you're not you're just going to drop yourself right back into those feelings of stress and worrying about food and then maybe like binging or something and then feeling like guilt and shame for that when it's really just like all that stuff could have been prevented so you kind of have to reel yourself back in and be like hey I feel like this right now but it's because I fucked up and I didn't prepare ahead of time so from here on instead of you know, being upset or whatever, like, when can I get to the store? When can I get some good food around me just so that I can start doing it? Because this is all I say, even if you do something like that does happen, you feel like you kind of fucked it up. One, it's never really that big of a deal. Like you have to be fucking up like consistently, like for a while in order for it to really make that big of a difference. But I think sometimes when we're deep in our fitness journey, the little things that get messed up, it kind of seems like the end of the world because it's just like there's a lot going into it and obviously that's fair like you're putting a lot of effort into it and it just (laughs) it you know it sucks when you kind of go rogue and it doesn't make you feel good and but the next best thing that you have you can do is just be like okay when's the next time I can go to the store and get some good food because I know I'm just one good meal away from being right back on track and I always say that you're always one good meal away from being right back on track. So always remember that. So I'm going to lay it out just to make it a little bit more organized. As far as rules go, these are loose rules, of course. Everyone's a little different. Um, But here's some guidelines. We'll call them guidelines to help you out for meal prepping. So number one, protein in every meal. Make sure you're getting protein in every single meal, even snacks, no exceptions. I don't give a shit end of story. Number two, make sure that you get carbs and fats in too as well. It doesn't have to be every single meal, but you have to get it in at some point of the day. So say if you just have like eggs and avocado in the morning, obviously you're not really getting a carbon with that. But like if you have, you know, some like oatmeal later, or if you have like rice or pasta or whatever, like later on in the day, fine so you're getting them in at some point it doesn't really matter when but you just want to make sure that you're still getting that because all of that does really like help your muscles through workouts and it just helps you like sleep better and things like that like I don't want you to cut out any fats or carbs or anything like that it's just unnecessary it's silly unless for whatever some sort of medical reason you have to don't do it because you're just gonna end up feeling deprived and binging at some point so number three pre-make this (laughs) Number three, pre-made veggies are bomb. They're so good, especially when you can just grab them from the fridge. So just get lots of, just get lots of them. Just get lots of extra veggies. Uh, you can eat as much 
veggies as you need really so make lots and lots of extra so you can stack up on them and snack on them um number four be prepared to be unprepared i made a mini vlog the other week of the staple foods that i always make sure i keep around for when i run out of meal prep or for whatever reason i'm out of food i get some frozen pre-cut veggies some frozen protein yogurt make sure i have eggs fruits even protein powder for a smoothie and i just keep those things around just in case and i always have those so it's either something quick i can just make um like smoothies really quick to put together or if i just like ran out of anything but i'm like okay i can make a meal it's gonna take me 30 minutes to make you know shrimp veggies rice something like that it's going to it's just gonna it's just gonna save me because otherwise it's like if i didn't have anything to eat i'd have to eat out i have to order food out which is not necessarily what i want to do because ordering takeout eating takeout kind of makes me feel like shit and i really don't like that so taking this all this into consideration these next few weeks I want you to challenge yourself I want you to challenge yourself for maybe a month so I mean you can kind of decide how long you want to do it for don't like stress out if you miss a week or something like that but really take this uh, into consideration I want you to practice I want you to practice being meal prepped so meal prep every week do it on a Saturday or Sunday no fucking exceptions unless you're like day off is Monday or something like that but According to your schedule, do it on the days that you have. (laughs) Don't try to stress like doing it after work or anything like that. Just like do it on the day that you have off. Um, Don't even worry about calories as much. Just make sure that you have the food ready and lots of good stuff. Okay? Now I have a little Q&A that I posted on my Instagram. Thank you all for participating. I fucking love you guys. I love you guys. Okay, so first question. Um, This probably deserves its own episode to be honest, but... I'm going to give you a brief explanation just to start you off because I told you I would. What workout and eating tips would you give for someone recovering from an eating disorder? First things first, you want to make sure that you are cleared by your therapist or doctor or whoever is helping you manage and recover from your eating disorder because a lot of times someone may be recovering and not quite ready to jump into fitness and nutrition because fitness can so often be used to feed your disorder. Because you're still trying to change your body. You're still trying to stay in control of food when in reality you're just slapping a fitness label on your repackaged eating disorder making it more acceptable to yourself and the people around you. However, if you are at a good point, my biggest tip would be to do everything that you can to not make it about changing your body in any way. In any way at all. So if you're working out, you're doing it because you just want to build consistency, you want to feel good, you want to get stronger, you want to practice moving for fun and enjoyment. And if at any point you start to make it about changing your body, you're going to have to check yourself. So even if it is quote unquote progress, like you can't, you really don't want to blur the line of being like, oh, I feel good because I'm getting strong or like, oh, I feel good because I can see that muscle or something like that because it's still very ingrained in your head that you're doing things to to alter and like change your body and make things like look a certain way and all that and you just really don't want to you don't want to blur that line between fitness and your disorder so um and if you can't (laughs) check yourself um properly or if you're kind of trying to convince yourself otherwise that you're fine um you're probably not ready and it's okay it's okay to actually like try something and then be like hey okay I'm not ready for this and then stop doing it like that's fine never have any shame in doing that guys like that's just how we 
that's just how we learn like we kind of have to we have to nemo fish it you know they like come out of the anemone and they like they they go out and then they go back in they go out and they go like that's kind of how you have to do things like you have to like go out look at the ocean and then you have to like scurry back in a little bit you kind of have to just like put your put yourself out there and then you're like is this good if it's good there's no eels around you can go swim in the ocean if there are some eels around you gotta you gotta get the fuck the fuck back inside get inside so (laughs) that's i want you to think about that if there's any eels okay so this is how you're gonna think about it in your brain (laughs) ah you're gonna think about it like that so if you find yourself if you step out into the ocean and there's some eels that you just like you're not gonna stand up to that like you can't like that's where thing that's where shit gets wrong when you're like yeah I can definitely fight an eel like I can definitely withstand this like I can change my disorder on my own when you're still already like when you know it's this something that's going to kind of take over you again just get the fuck back inside just no shame in going back <laughs> into your anemone house which is just your focusing on recovery and focusing on other things in life that's totally fine no shame in that game at all so same thing with food the second you start caring about calories or how food is going to make your body look you're gonna have to check yourself so again the eel is there if you see it get back it's going to take a lot of hyper vigilance and honesty on your part to focus on balancing nutrition and exercise without doing it in a way to actually change your body in any way. And that's hard. That's really hard because you are going to notice things. Um, but I would stay away from any type of body checking. It really can't be about your body in any way, shape or form while you're recovering. And if not taking pictures is like, it's just, I would just stay away from it, honestly, because it's just a form of body checking. Like, I wouldn't even worry about your glutes growing or anything like that because then you're just going to still be hyperfixated on what your body looks like, like how things are affecting it. And again, it, it just turns fitness into that repackaged eating disorder, which is the last thing that you want because fitness should be fun and great. And even though it doesn't go that way sometimes, that's okay. We just have to make sure that we're doing okay in our head. So yeah you're welcome the song was free so I won't charge you for that one um all right next question okay okay this is a brilliant question and I'm going to be real with you it is extremely hard to self-correct it is possible all right calm down it's possible but this is where I always recommend hiring a professional to help you with because Everyone's body is a little different, so it does really take a trained eye to pick up on movement impairments, muscle imbalances, and improper form, technique, what one person's squat form might look like might not be possible for you and your anatomy. So yeah, you can get a general idea of what it looks like based off of like watching other people do it and having other people explain it to you. But in, do- in order to do it right, there's so many cues that you have to go over in your head to perform each exercise correctly. And it's so much more involved than you than you would think. Like each movement has prime moving muscles, secondary movers, stabilizers, joints, levers, all working together synergistically to complete the movement. And I could really nerd out about this uh, <laughs> for a minute. So I don't know, maybe I should make this whole episode too, but... Uh, one of the first things I do with my clients is hop on a Zoom call and go over proper forming technique because it's just stupidly important to me, um, at least for compound movements and posture. And they always say it's the most helpful thing because 
everything we go over it's it's kind of unexpected to them even if they've been lifting for a while just have like going over those cues is amazing like it just it's awesome to think about like it just feels so good um however to answer this quickly even though it's not quickly I would learn where you're supposed to feel your muscles for each exercise and that's going to be the best way that you can self-correct aside from looking in the mirror but like I said everything might look a little a little different depending on your body type but um so for example you're gonna feel squats in your quads glutes core and upper back and calves maybe maybe a little hamstrings but that's rare um not your your lower back upper back so next time you go into it you'll be able to feel all these muscle groups working together and if you're not feeling them then that's usually a sign that you're not positioned in the right way or bracing enough in order for those muscle groups to, to even activate so always go based off of feeling um and then of course check in the mirror and so that you can get the the general idea as well. Um, but always, always go based off of how it feels uh, because that's what's going to keep you in check more than anything. Like those cues of like, okay, I am feeling it here. I'm using this. I'm squeezing this. I'm pushing through this. I'm using my heels. My knee is this way. Like, again, there's so many things. I really, really recommend you get a professional to get to walk you through form um, because there could be a lot of things that you're also missing not really quite understanding like how things working like are working and you could have some really gnarly muscle imbalances that might end up injuring you later on so my professional advice is to hire a professional um but if you can't for whatever reason I do understand it's not feasible for everyone really go based off of how it's feel like learn where you're supposed to feel it and just like keep self-educating like watch tons of like YouTube videos like follow some great people that are really great with form um and just make sure that you're you're listening to a good source and you're just gonna have to like study it's gonna be like going to school (laughs) so um trainer will teach it to you much much quicker and a lot more and a lot easier um and it'll be much easier for you to understand but again if you gotta self-teach fucking go for it all right so this is all the time I have um I think I skipped a few questions but I'm exhausted I know I say that doing these takes a lot out of me probably because I don't breathe but I'm pooped out right now I'm so tired these really do I get so excited um anyways I love you all like I love you all an insane amount an insane amount I hope you learned something today I hope you try meal prepping for at least the next month it's gonna change your fucking life don't be weird about it make sure you're getting enough food in and making sure that everything stays balanced and just try it out see see how good it's gonna feel and then um yeah let me know if that works out for you or not but I really wanted to get that message out because so many like more often than not the reason people kind of fall off track is because they're not planned ahead with that um so yeah give it a go I love you all so so much I will talk to you next week Woo! all right bye-bye